I talk a lot about the behind the scenes of creating and producing a podcast here on Clocking In, but you know what I haven't really touched on? The launch marketing plan. So in today's episode, we'll be diving into what considerations you should take when it comes to marketing your podcast, specifically at launch. Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com. Plus, you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In podcast. So let's clock in and get to work. So you're ready to launch your podcast, but what marketing plan do you have in place? Well, today's episode is going to help give you an idea of what this looks like. Before we dive too far in, I did want to let you know that today's episode comes directly from my podcast launch marketing guide, which is available now in my shop at gaffincreative.com shop. My podcast launch marketing guide is your guide to creating a podcast launch marketing plan that will get your friend sharing and your audience subscribing to your podcast. In this 20-page guide, you can expect resources for podcast asset planning checklists, a guide to building your launch team, email invitation templates for that launch team, a guide to podcast promotional graphics, marketing for email newsletter and copy templates, social media templates, and even a planning worksheet and checklist. Not only that, I've created a 15-day launch timeline for you. And you can grab this podcast launch marketing guide at gaffincreative.com forward slash shop. Now, why do you need a marketing plan for your podcast launch? Well, I don't want you to waste all the time and hard work that you've put into your podcast by not having one. Now, in the past for clients, I didn't put a big priority on the launch marketing plan, and that's because I was so focused on getting all the assets and production done, but now I have put a little more effort into it in recent launches, and I've seen such a huge difference in how a podcast launch marketing strategy can completely change the success of your launch. So let's get started. The first thing I want to do is set a few goals for your podcast launch. Like many marketers, I believe good, better, and best approaches are how you set these goals. And you can set those by taking a realistic look at your audience size. So here are the goals that you need to consider. How many downloads per episode do you want that first week? How many episodes are you even going to release at launch? And then how many ratings and reviews do you want? And once someone has subscribed to your podcast, what action do you want them to take? Let's review each of these. But before I get all the DMs about what good numbers are for downloads and ratings, I'm going to tell you, I don't know. No, but truthfully, it's rather based on your audience and your engagement that you have and the trust that you've built with them. Because launching a podcast is very much relational. When you have an audience that is supportive of what you do and they trust you, they're going to be more engaged with that podcast. So what would be a good podcast launch for me may not be a good podcast launch for one of my clients. So your numbers are truly going to relate to what you have in your audience. Now we can kind of like figure out the numbers and create a percentage of how much of your audience you want there and want listening and downloading and subscribing But truthfully, it's going to depend on the size of your audience. 
I personally get most excited to see someone launch a podcast when there's someone that I've enjoyed listening to on interviews on other podcasts I follow. And that's something to keep in mind as you're approaching your podcast launch as well. And this isn't something that I went and did. I did not prepare my podcast launch by going onto other shows. I didn't pitch myself, but it's definitely an approach that I prefer. I love to hear other people from past podcasts that I've listened to go and launch their own. So again, look at your audience size, how engaged they are, and how many you think will give your podcast a listen. Then when it comes to how many episodes to release at launch, I always suggest dropping your trailer of some kind first. And this is just to get you on players. That's not your launch day though. In my timeline, my 15-day timeline, you're dropping your trailer early enough to where you get approved on all platforms before your launch day. Then when you actually launch your podcast, I encourage you to drop three episodes and this helps your listeners get a sense of your show's topics, what they can expect, and allow them to binge a little with the hype of the show. Now let's move on to ratings and reviews. And this is a tough ask, but it's best to request these during your launch because that's when your audience is the most supportive. If this is important to you, I'd make it a primary CTA in either the content of your show or the outro of your show. Now, the big goal here of what someone should do after they've listened and subscribed, this is where your podcast goal comes into play, which I talk about a lot on the show. And more specifically, I talk a lot about it in episode 33, which is where we covered how to measure your podcast goals. But this could be for your audience to become clients, to buy products, whatever your goal is, this is what we're gonna focus on for the big goal of what they should be doing after they subscribe. While you may not kick off your podcast with marketing a goal directly within your podcast content, you might be doing it later and you need to prepare your listeners on where they should go and more. Which if you listened to last week's episode, I talked a lot about the importance of things to set up before you launch a podcast and a website is one of those. You're going to need somewhere to direct all of your traffic to and that's why I think it's so important to have a website so that you can drive them to the places where you will host your goals. So whatever they're trying to convert to, you need a place to host it. So what should you actually include inside of this marketing plan? The first thing is launch assets along with marketing channels and posting plans, a launch team, and a solid timeline. I don't think you have to put a ton of money into your podcast launch marketing strategy. You can truly do this organically, but you need to have a plan in place so that you're not randomly launching without any strategy. So one thing you'll cover in the process of your podcast launch is the assets you need for your episodes, including cover graphics, brand colors, title, watermark, episode graphics, Pinterest graphics, audiograms, and more. In addition to those, you should be considering announcement posts to share and promotional content that will hype up your audience. And don't forget to create graphics that your friends and launch team can share, but we'll get to that shortly. As you're working on those assets, you'll need to consider the channels you currently have in place, which we talked about in last week's episode, all about those social media channels that you should have before you launch a podcast. So look at each channel, how often you want to be posting or sending out newsletters and any strategies for those. Now let's jump into the really fun part of the launch process and that's building your podcast launch team. Now inside this podcast launch marketing guide, I have a templated email asking for your friends, family, and colleagues to join your 
podcast launch team, and even newsletter templates to give your newsletter audience the insider details. Having a launch team can help show more support to a wider audience, but also creates a sense of FOMO when everyone else is sharing something that they haven't heard yet, so they immediately go listen. While all of these components are great, you can't do any of this without a timeline in place. So you'll want to ensure that you are giving yourself and your audience the time to schedule, share, and promote your show leading up to its launch. That's why inside my podcast launch marketing guide, I've included a 15-day timeline for you to implement your podcast launch assets, marketing plan, launch team building, and even more. I hope today's episode highlighted the importance of that podcast launch marketing plan. If you want my guide to creating a plan that will get your friends sharing and your audience subscribing, my 20-page podcast launch marketing guide is perfect for you. As a reminder, it includes that podcast asset planning checklist, a guide to building your launch team, email invitation templates for your launch team, a guide to podcast promotional graphics, marketing for email newsletter guide and copy templates, one for social media and copy templates, and then planning worksheets and checklists for your podcast launch marketing plan along with that launch timeline. So make sure you go grab this at gaffincreative.com forward slash shop, and it's called the Podcast Launch Marketing Guide. I hope you're enjoying these episodes that'll help you set your podcast up for success at launch. And if you do use this podcast launch marketing plan concept that we've talked about in this episode or the guide, I'd love to share about your podcast at launch. So shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Haley Gaffin and let me know. I'll see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcasts app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, Clocking Out. Thank you.